Welcome to the Powered Services Podcast, your one-stop shop for all the information, strategies, and insights you need to supercharge your MSP. Get ready to hear from other MSPs and industry experts in the trenches and behind the scenes to help you change the future of your MSP and increase your MRR. Now, here's your host, Dan Tomaszewski. Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Powered Services Podcast. I am super excited to have you along with us. Uh, today's episode, I think it's going to be a, a great one. And, um, you know, one of the things I'm hearing when I'm talking to MSPs is like, look, we started off as a break fix. You know, I think it's time to rebrand our company. You know, we're not in the same spot. We've matured. We've grown. We've grown up. But we get asked a lot of questions. What should we be doing with the rebrand? You know, what are best practices to do when we do that? Um, how do we handle it? So I thought there'd be nobody better to bring on than Dharma, founder and chief creative officer of Contrasting Company, uh, to really help us go through and have this conversation. So Dharma, really excited to have you on. Thanks for being with us today. Dan, thank you so much. I'm, I'm honored to be here. Yeah, like I was saying in the intro here just a couple minutes ago is just, you know, this is a hot topic. You know, you know your brand, your planning around your brand, your strategy, I mean, all of that. I mean, it's really important to a business today. And uh, why don't you maybe tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and who you are and like kind of, you know, how you, you know, how you work on helping people with their brands. And then we'll get into some questions. Sure. Absolutely. I, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm Dharma. I I founded a contrasting company about eight years ago uh, with the goal of becoming uh, one of the top branding agencies in the world. And I think organizations come to us for a lot of reasons, really, for, for a rebrand. But I think the primary reason is, like, usually the brand no longer is an accurate reflection of who they are, where they want to go. And if a lot of organizations start, especially in the technology space and the cyberspace, a lot of organizations start off and the, and the brand is not sort of top of mind. They're building a platform or they're building a technology or a service offering. And the brand just sort of evolves over time. And, and as they get bigger, it just gets harder and harder to market. It gets harder and harder to communicate their value proposition. It becomes harder to, to onboard new employees and new prospects. So I think for organizations, what they find is that over time, their, their, their organization has evolved in a way that their brand no longer reflects who they are. So what we're, we're usually asked to be brought in on is, is help the organization accurately reflect and tell their story, like help capture their vision of why they exist, like what is their unique value proposition, and then come up with some sort of consistent visual vocabulary that they can put out to the world that can that can enhance their communications, but also just create sort of consistency in, in their marketing and behind the scenes communication efforts. Yeah, and it's so important, you know, you said it, you know, they're just, they've grown, you know, they started building a platform. A lot of MSPs that are on here that I speak to you know, they started off, they were break fix. It was, uh, maybe it was a storefront and, and people were coming in. Now they're in a full MSP mode and where they were two, three years ago isn't where they're at today. And, and they're just, they're, they're unsure of how do I make that change from our branding perspective. So I guess a question I would have for you because, um, you know, you kind of answered like, how do you know if you need a brand? I think a lot of folks are, are rebrand. But I think one of the questions that comes to top of mind is what are the most important considerations 
to keep in mind when you're rebranding? That, 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 that's a wonderful question. I think it really, it kind of comes down to two things and, and they really don't have anything to do with design. It really comes down to or what we, we tell our clients is like, what is the problem you're looking to solve? And what is the opportunity you're looking to create? But really like thinking about like, what are the objectives? What are the outcomes you're trying to achieve through your brand? Starting by defining that, because then it like, then things like sort of the natural transition of that, getting down to your messaging, your colors, your look and feel, all of that can sort of ladder up to bigger ideas. So I think first and foremost, it's about thinking about like, what's the problem you're trying to solve? What's the opportunity you're trying to create? And then everything else you need to create needs to sort of ladder up and support and support that broader idea. So now as you're going through this process, you know, if I'm an MSP, I'm going through, I'm like, hey, you know what? We want to rebrand. We're going to go through it. As an MSP owner, what are the biggest challenges that I'm going to face when we're doing that rebranding process? Oh, oh, there, there are several. It just, it really depends on, on the size and complexity of an, of an organization. But I think a lot of times, especially as an organization grows and evolves, um, there's differing opinions within the organization as to who they are and, and to where they're going. And I think that's always the biggest challenge. If there's a lack of, if there's a lack of internal cohesion around what it is they do or, or, or what it is they represent, I think that's, that's probably the single biggest opportunity or that's probably this, the single biggest challenge. So I think like making sure that there's some sort of a, making sure there's some sort of alignment around that. I think some of the other challenges that come up a lot is, a lack of communications around the branding process. Like organizations, like their employees are, are their greatest brand ambassadors, but if they're not brought in, if they're not consulted as, as part of the branding process, then they're not gonna be effective uh, ambassadors for that brand and what that brand is and represents. So I think from a brand perspective, the opportunity and the challenge, or the challenging, but the opportunity is making sure if you're going through a rebrand is making sure you are understanding the brand from a multitude of perspectives. You're not just understanding it from a leadership perspective, from a key stakeholder perspective, but you're understanding it from the perspective of a recruit. You're understanding it from the perspective of a, of a client or a prospect or, or what have you, but really just trying to think about all of the various people that interact with the brand and their needs and their motivations for, for doing so. I think those are some of the, the, the bigger complexities. Some of the other things also are just sort of, um, a lack, what I find in general with brands is the most effective brands and rebrands happen in a very consistent and deliberate process. And what I mean by that is larger brands, the branding process, the longer it takes, the harder it is to execute effectively. It has to go through many different layers. And what we often describe it is like sort of death by a thousand cuts. Like this gets changed, this gets changed, this gets changed. And enough of the little things get changed. And at the end, it's still somewhat feels like the original brand, but it's lost like the spirit and it's lost a lot of the original intentionality behind the decisions. So I think one of the key challenges in the branding process is to make sure as you go from like a concept to an idea, to a messaging framework, to a visual identity, is to, to let it grow and let it develop in a way that it still allows it to like sort of flourish and, and come to life in a way that becomes uncompromised. Uncom so you, you mentioned something just a little bit ago about, you know, you should be talking to everybody, whether it's employees, whether it's recruiters, whether it's, you know, customers, things like that. But how do you get a consensus, you know, when you're bringing all these different opinions in? 
Um, you know, is I think I've heard from other MSPs say, hey, look, this is my business. Like, I'm the owner of this business. They're here as an employee, per se, and they're not necessarily invested like I am as a stakeholder. So, you know, how do you get all those different opinions in and come to a consensus? I guess I, I think a lot of people would struggle with that. Yeah, I think they do. But 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 the reality is, I think like a, what we find is a lot of times is people describe th similar things in different ways. And one of the things is, as we go through the discovery process is like, you're never going to get 100% consensus on everything across the board. It's just it's just not the way the human mind works. It's just not the way the, the process works. I think the biggest thing in, in general is like what we find is when you're going through the branding process, especially as you're going through reviews and approvals and things with the team, is it's extremely critical. You never want to sell your work. You never want to sell, this is what our new brand looks like. This is our new colors. This is, you need to sell the thinking behind everything you do. So I think from a consensus standpoint, it's first and foremost is, is making sure first that you've brought in a multitude of perspectives so that you fully sort of understand the needs of, of the organization. But then making sure you walk through the intentionality. We made these decisions because of these reasons. We've chosen not because of these colors look great, because these colors represent these ideals and these ideals represent these values. So I think from a brand perspective and from a communications perspective, um, if consensus is impossible, I think the second best thing is making sure just you've clearly articulated the reasons and rationale behind the choices you've made. And I think that goes a long way towards getting people to, to first understand and then ultimately embody the, the brand experience. No, that's great. So, I mean, I guess one of the other things I really wanted to kind of hear from you is, is look, the MSP space, depending on where our listeners are at, it's crowded. Okay. Like there are, you know, in some cases there's five, 10, 15 MSPs in a certain area, if not more, depending on like what metropolitan area you might be into. So when we go in and we look at this, you know, how do you stand out in a crowded industry? I mean, that's probably something that a lot of us would want to take into consideration if we're going to go through and kind of do a rebrand. Yeah, so, so that's a great question. And that, that's certainly a challenge, I think, across industries. We see it across healthcare. We see it across legal. We see it across a number of different things. We see it for, for some reason in, in the technology space, in the cyberspace, um, we see it more than ever. And I think the reality is there's a few challenges there. First and foremost, it's incredibly, it's incredibly crowded. But also sometimes you're dealing with subject matters and that don't easily lend themselves to visuals. Like, like how do you capture cybersecurity as a visual? Like, what, is it, what does it actually look like? Is it actually a guy wearing a hoodie? Um, maybe, I don't, I don't know. I think that, so you're dealing with, a, in the, with an industry that, that tends to be saturated and it also just is difficult to capture visually. So you have people sort of crowding towards sort of very similar, safe, predictable solutions. So I think first and foremost, you're, to answer your question, like how do you stand out in a crowded category is like, you can't be afraid to be different. Like you don't want to be different for the sake of being different and like, wahoo, this is fun. It's like, but you have to sort of uniquely understand, like you, you, you started your company for a reason. You have a unique vision, you have a unique product offering, whatever that is, whether it's a platform or service, a product or technology, you are bringing something to this world that you do not believe existed before. So how do you capture that? And how do you capture that and express that in a way that people haven't seen before? Like, how do you capture that and express that in a way that feels immediately different from what you see out there in the space? 
How do you capture and express that in a way that people feel it? Like they just feel it. The first time they're walking in a crowded, they're, they're a black hat, they're walking in a crowded trade show conference and they see your booth, they see your materials, they see your experience, whatever it is. And something about that experience speaks to something inside them. So that from a brand perspective, you can't be afraid of like really leaning into what makes you different and embracing that, like embracing that from a, from a visual standpoint. We've worked with organizations, worked with ID agent years ago for their brand. And one of the things we came up with was they, they work with keeping people out of the dark web. And we came up with this visual design construct and it's built around black smoke. And from a, from a design perspective, black smoke has nothing to do with the dark web, but from a metaphorical standpoint, it captured and conveyed the difficulty of what they're dealing with. They're dealing with this object that has, that has no structure to it, no integrity, no form, no shape. Nobody knows what it is. So from a brand perspective, you could capture that. People remember that experience. It gives you an opportunity to ladder into your brand messaging from a design perspective, it lends itself to like swag and stuff people want to like capture and express and embody. From a communication standpoint, it stands out in, in, in a sea of similarity. So it's really about like leaning into what makes you different and then embracing it and then figuring out from a visual standpoint, from a messaging standpoint, how do you capture and how do you sort of crystallize that in a way that feels unique from the, comp from the competition? Well, you just took away like four of my next questions. So uh, that was an awesome <laughs> answer. And I actually, I do remember the fact, you know, that you, you were in heavily involved or you were the one that created the smoke cloud for, for ID agents. So uh, that everybody, I can tell you when we went to shows, um, you know, back in, in that day, like people, that's all they wanted was the decals, the stickers. They wanted that smoke cloud. They wanted to have it. And that it just represented to them, like you were saying, and it, it hit home in so many different ways. So um I think you just described why your, your brand really does matter uh, and knocked it out of the park. So I kind of want to ask you a few more questions around, can brands help you be more efficient? Oh, a, a, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. Yeah. And I think that's one of the realities. I think people like, you know, think about a brand and for most people, you think about the sort of the surface level around it, your logo mark and your communications, your voice and all that stuff, which is absolutely critical. But somebody's creating all that, right? Somebody's creating all your social media posts. Somebody's creating your white paper. Somebody's creating your webinar series. Somebody's creating your 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 some, your, uh, your your digital one page. All, all of these different components. So from a design perspective, what we tell clients is a brand is two things. It's an exercise in purpose first, and then consistency second. So from a design perspective. There's a million things you can do with technology to make it easier to put out communications more consistently. Like say, for example, a cybersecurity organization, there's probably a handful of different types of social media posts they're putting out on LinkedIn on any sort of regular basis. Maybe a product offering, maybe a technology announcement, maybe some sort of award, new sort of employee hire. So create a design system for that. So like every single thing in that design system, create variations within that design system. So like, but set up a system so nobody ever has to think, where should this headline go when I'm putting this design post together? Where should the subhead go? How should I think about this image? Like solve a lot of these like basic 101 things. And what they do is they're not the sexy big fun things that people talk about from a branding perspective. But if you solve those and if you get in the process of just creating good, straightforward, like systems and structures and habits around even things like how you name your brand assets, um, if you can set up consistencies and structures, you can shave off just milliseconds and milliseconds and milliseconds of time 
over time, which I think it saves cost from a cost perspective. But I think more importantly, it adds a visual and a, a total sophistication and a consistency to your brand that becomes just, in my opinion, a very positive reflection of an organization. You know, as we get into this and, and we start to look, you know, uh, you know, you've brought up some different tips and things around the branding space, but like, what are some best practices, you know, as we kind of wrap up, you know, we've went through, you know, the consensus, you know, the challenges, it's a crowded industry, you know, we're talking about why a brand does matter, you know, but so now like I'm sitting on here, I feel like I'm an MSP. I don't want to go through a rebrand per se, but what are just some best practices with branding in general that everybody can be, be leveraging? Well, well, I think, I, you know, big picture, I think it's obviously thinking big, but I think it, at a nuts and bolts level, it's thinking in really basic ways, like be able to answer this question. Why does your company matter? Why does your technology matter? Why does your platform matter? Whatever the question is, be able to answer that in three consistent ways. It matters because X, Y, and Z. Why does this, what value do you create here? We create X, Y, and Z. So I think from a brand perspective, whether it's from design or whether from a messaging standpoint, creating a consistent framework for how you respond and how you communicate. And then from there, you can build off of that. And then does, then it can turn into social media and content strategies and white papers and all that. But I think at its core, uh, consistency, 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 establish a framework for the core ideas you want to communicate and then consistently communicate those ideas. And I think that's the foundational framework. And then I think the other thing is, and, and this goes back to the very beginning is, Always make sure like whatever you're creating from a messaging standpoint, from a design standpoint, it's an honest reflection of like who you are and what it is and what it is you represent. I think that's the biggest disconnect when brands put out a face or put out some sort of visual or some sort of symbol or messaging that's a contradiction to what it is they're actually communicating. So I think from a brand standpoint, it's making sure you clearly identify who you are and then coming up with consistent frameworks and consistent themes for how you communicate that message. So Dharma, as we wrap this up, because I think this has actually been an, an amazing cop topic and, and just the different ideas and things you're throwing out, lots of different nuggets that I've been able to take from it. What would be the one nugget, best practice, whatever it is from you that you would want to leave our listeners with? As, as Maybe it's branding or maybe it's just business in general. What would be that nugget that you want to leave with everybody? Um, um, you know what? I'm going to steal a quote from John Lennon. He said once, uh, our, our, our best work has yet to be recorded. Somebody asked him about what his favorite album was. And I just thought that album was great. And I think from a brand perspective, it's a super cool way to think about your brand in general. It's like you don't create the brand for who you are. You create the brand for who you aspire to become. So I think like constantly uh, thinking about like how do you evolve and how do you grow? And then how do you make sure your brand can consistently do that with you? I think that's just sort of a, a, is a really good formula for all around like growth in general. Could not have said that better. That's a, a great quote. And uh, I, I think it's something that we all aspire to as in the MSP space. So a lot of our listeners that are on, how do they get a hold of you? How do they reach out if they have more questions or, or find you? Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So the, the best way is through our website. Uh, it's uh, Contrast and Co, C-O-N-T-R-A-S-T and co andco.com and through there you can contact me or you can contact you can go through our web form probably the best way or you can definitely reach out i'm dharma d-h-a-r-m-a uh packner p-a-c-h-n-e-r if you want to reach out to me on linkedin but reach out to me wherever we'd we'd, we'd love to hear from you i think the the technology space is a super fun space 
from a branding perspective. It's not it's not trivial, certainly, but it's uh, but it, it's got a unique set of challenges. So it's super fun. So we're for, we're we're super honored to be on the podcast, and we we'd love to hear from any of you. Yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate you, your expertise, and your time. Um, you know, this is something that I think is really important. It's something I've been speaking a lot about inside of our powered services platform and really just, you know, having a branding guidelines and understanding things and it just everything you talked about today, I think was a home run. So I appreciate you taking the time to being on our show. Uh, it means a lot to us and our listeners and, uh, I'd like to have you back on and maybe we do another follow-up on brands and take it even a little deeper. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, Dan, my pleasure. Anytime. This is a, I could talk branding all day long. This, uh, I let this stuff's just insanely fun for me. So thank you so much for the opportunity and, and have a great week, everyone. All right, everyone. That's it for this week's episode of the powered services podcast until next time, everybody have a great week. Thank you for listening to the powered services podcast with Dan Tomaszewski. We're dedicated to giving you practical information, tactics, and strategies that you can use to supercharge your MSP. If you like today's episode, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast, and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, this is the Powered Services Podcast, signing off.